Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I am Spencer Hall. Oh, in the same room for once. Not only do we have the editorial director of SB Nation, we have a contributor. That makes it sound like I'm all of those things. You are. That's fine. Shit! Promotion! Promotion! No race. I'm going to hate it. Hi. I already hate it. Yeah, congratulations. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm I'm new here. Don't ever be in charge of things. Yes, Ryan is new here, and Ryan is... uh, Joining us for the first time on the Shutdown Fullcast. It's not. Yep, he's, yep. he's done this a lot. Brand new. Brand new. Uh, we're going to discuss college football here in a second. And to do that, we need the help of our college football editor, uh, proud Georgia resident, Jason Kirk, who's not with us here in New York. He's, as usual, in the hinterlands. This yeah. time, uh, Jason has a history of recording from places that are audio challenged. Sonically... Uh compromised so today the jackhammer factory (laughs) (laughs) sounds so Uh good from from charlie brown's teacher's bedroom Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm just kidding uh everything should be fine now i'm no longer in the middle of alabama the middle of ohio or the middle of indiana yeah so those three things tended to work against me were you running a satellite Um, camp against my pokemon collection because when you're out there in the middle of nowhere all you find are are rattatas and zubats Mm. um but the gyms are very easy to conquer so uh stepping up the competition and coming back to civilization has been a little bit of an adjustment i mean we'll we'll talk about a coach who can coach out those rattatas but we're not going to do that i I, uh, I i by the way i like that his summer vacation plan is indistinguishable from someone running pills Sure, or just generally trying to go off the grid ineffectively. Mm-hmm. Um, we should note that last week's full cast, the one you're listening to now, uh, was not delayed because of anything Jason did. No, it, it's strictly the fault of the people in this room. Yeah, we fucked up. I fucked up one day, you fucked up the next day. It was good. It was a total team effort fuck up. And Jason, Jason was the, golden. The difference between me and the two of you is I put all my fuck-ups on wax. The sure. people will hear my fuck-ups. Yeah. Whereas y'all's, you know, um, maybe I guess they're so egregious that uh, that they can't even make it that far. Yeah. Ours, are, ours are the label trying to keep us down, right? Jay- like Jason's very much the um, 50% of life is showing up. He's like, all right, I'll do that. The rest, up to God. It's <laughs> 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 a podcast God. Whereas Ryan and I, it's if and when we show up. Right, right. The, the Lauren Hill phenomenon. 
You pay seventy five dollars so a ticket. Uh, we this, might show this makes up. Me the, this makes me the Wyclef then. Yeah, that's right. You you made the concert and accidentally took all the money you were supposed to give to charity. And now you're shirtless on a motorcycle. And meanwhile, EDSBS hasn't been good since nineteen ninety nine. No, it hasn't been good Something since we started like it nineteen eighty three. Miseducation yeah, it was, Houston. It was way funnier in nineteen thirty five. I've been reading this blog since nineteen twenty two. Let was, me tell you, it's you better were, in the original Aramaic. The the daguerreotype version was really the last time you. <laughs> had anything in case uh you haven't listened to this podcast before what are you doing like why did it take you so long and why are you starting now you you should probably should have been in a while ago uh this is a college football podcast we are previewing teams for the 2016 season and by previewing that's a really loosely used term we enjoy discussing them discussing the things around them for instance we are going to discuss florida state yeah our first team Okay, and you should know coming up. By the way, we have the following teams. We we usually don't do this, but we'll preview you. Uh, we're going to talk about Florida we're State. Preview the preview. Yeah, we'll preview the preview. Okay, Florida State. Yeah, uh, Indiana, Vanderbilt, Kansas State, Texas Tech. Those are in no particular. I, I literally mean no particular. Order. So so for general interest, we're just yeah. going to go ahead and get the biggie. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about Florida State first. Yeah. We're going to backload the real attractions of Indiana and Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, this feels like a like a like a good public service. Going ahead and letting folks know. You can tap out pretty soon here. Well, this is um, the this is the concert poster where we got a really good headliner, and then you just scroll down. And you're like, they got the blowfish, but they don't have Hootie. I don't understand like, what this concert is. I guess it's a concert where the headliner has a thing going on later. Right, right. <laughs> or, or or the headliner has not actually agreed to do it yet. Right, they're still trying to get him and in the building. They not show up. They're hoping right. by printing a bunch of flyers, they y- pressured him. Y'all want to see Kanye? Yeah. Kanye hasn't been signed. How about Swiss Beats? Yeah, can we give you Swiss Beats? <laughs> Two hours of Swiss Beats. So we're saying we're going to trot out Hologram Florida State. How about Shine's cousin? Yeah. Hey, everybody, Garth Brooks is going to be here. <laughs> Yay! How about three hours of some ingenue whose dad is in the record business? How about Sheba McIntyre? Sheba McIntyre. The amazing <laughs> Japanese dog-themed band <laughs> that lip-syncs and yowls along. I would actually... I would go to that so I know. So I think much. we just made an act that we'd actually see. Oh, oh please. Uh, let's talk about Florida State. Talking. This, we are officially talking about the Knowles. This is talking about the Knowles. This is awkward because I, I won't speak for Jason, but I know two of us have... Like good things to say about Florida State. We do, we do. That's mine's weird. mine's kind of a negative good. I mean, that's fine. Go ahead. Which is this? A neg. You're gonna neg Florida State. I'm gonna totally neg Florida State. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is actually not even at Florida State. It's pretty much at everybody who voted for the Heisman. Which yeah. is this? You idiots! You volume fooled idiots! You inability to figure out what proper value is in a player because the best goddamn player in the nation last year was Dalvin Cook. It wasn't even close. Yeah. I it's, mean, the, the straight stats on him are convincing. Once you adjust them for situation, they're mind boggling. Absolutely uh, mind boggling. Among those situations, he was hurt most of the year and he mm-hmm. still averaged 7.3 yards a carry. Uh huh. He still had 19 touchdowns. Do you know who his quarterbacks were? Oh, yeah. Let's see. McGuire. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and brief Everett Golson. And a brief, brief appearance of Everett Golson. Everett Golson. Yeah. They had nobody. They had a disappointing wide receiver core. He was literally all they had. 1,600 yards, over 1,600 yards rushing on just 229 attempts. Good Okay, God. And unadjusted, 7.4 yards a carry. Okay? Everyone gives it to Derrick Henry because you Costco-thinking motherfuckers. Okay? 5.6 yards a carry. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty he got good. the ball 396 times. You confuse repetition for quality, you heels. He was amazing. I mean, Christian McCaffrey would be an interesting comparison here. But even then, you can say Kevin Hogan was, outside of the first game, uh, a very steady option for them. They obviously have nothing but road graders at offensive line. And there's probably, I mean, I don't I don't actually know what the adjustment is for playing in the Pac-12, against Pac-12 defenses versus... It's huge. It's defenses. a huge adjustment. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I shouldn't have disrespected Bud like that, but yeah, Dalvin Cook. Not even was he even who was he even top three in the Heisman last year? Didn't he finish like no, he fifth? Was, he wasn't a finalist. No, no. yeah, and, and still like the best player pound for pound 
dollar for dollar. Christian yeah. McCaffrey's like right there. Sure. I'll agree. Christian yeah. McCaffrey's like right there. Yeah. But in terms of context, like don't you yep. vote context on these things? You would th- no. no. No, no, no. That's too, that's too complicated. <laughs> no one would do that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, so the, it, and now he's back. Yeah. And now he gets to do this again. And now, you know who else is back? Uh, who's back? The whole offensive line. Neat. All of the receivers. Is his hamstring back? His hamstring's back. Oh, that's good. You I need mean, two of those. I mean, yeah, Dalvin Cook is amazing. Everything bad we say about Florida State does not apply to Dalvin yeah, Cook. Yeah, and there's a lot. This is one of the most, like, rotten football cultures you'll find in an entire sport full of deeply rotten football cultures. Yeah. But that aside, they have a player who is a magnificent, sparkling gem of yeah. dynamic athleticism that did not get the shine that he deserves. So I hope he gets, like, like ooh, 240 carries this year. <laughs> Look out. Uh, they do lose. This is hard to say. Mm. Second round draft pick, Roberto Aguayo. Oh, adios, Roberto. <laughs> what I like about this is that because it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that decided to trade up, not use an existing second round pick, but trade up into the second round to select a kicker, because it was Tampa and not literally almost any other team. The Bucks obviously have a number of Florida State fans. So whereas, I don't know, if the Raiders or the Texans or the Chargers had done this or the Browns, you would have had a significant portion of the fan base that said, what the fuck did we just do? Mm-hmm. We just traded up to take a kicker. Yeah. Now, Aguayo was good from like 500 yards. Yeah. He was probably the best kicker I've seen probably since Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah, yeah. He was outstanding. But uh, Jimbo Fisher, the joke on Jimbo Fisher that we've used time and time again, because it's very real, is this. Jimbo gets you paid. Jimbo will always get you paid. Jason Kirk, um, um, who did Jimbo get paid? Like before Jameis, before somebody who was actually maybe legitimately brilliant. Who who are we looking at that Jimbo got paid? Bro, are we talking about Christian Ponder? Oh, we are totally talking about Adam to the list. Put him on. Adam to the list. Uh, Let's see. Jamarcus Russell. Mm-hmm. Technically, Jimbo got him paid. That's true. It's uncomfortable, but it's accurate. EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel. Got paid. Got paid. Jimbo has one of the best sales pitches in all of college football mm-hmm. because he can not only go in and say, I'll get you to the NFL and get you paid. He can walk in and say, it doesn't matter whether you're really oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get you that signing bonus. In fact, it's better if you're not because then <laughs> potential. Potential. I think that applies to Aguayo as well because he had some pretty gaudy numbers, but yeah. they were kind of inflated by FSU being good at getting close to the goal line. Like right. mm-hmm. from outside of forty yards, he was nothing special. He was just very consistent up close. Um, you know, and as long as he wasn't say kicking touchdowns to Georgia Tech, uh, you know that happened. Wow. Um, things like that. But yeah, I think he totally fits the Jimbo gets pretty good players paid like they're incredible can i give you can i give you the recruiting brick that that jimbo fisher managed to bake out of the bucks idiocy you you ready please it's this this is my favorite god it's so good uh this really they didn't lose anything fisher said to me it was genius it was pretty smart with their gm and them did got a piece of the puzzle they needed i'll say this most people who said that it wasn't a smart pick Ain't ever coached. They ain't ever been on that sideline. Mm-hmm. So even with the kicker getting drafted, Jimbo is recruiting. Right. I mean, I imagine a lot of the people who said it was a good pick also never coached. By definition, most people have never coached. Also, who said it was a good pick? <laughs> well, well, okay. Jimbo did. A number, Jimbo of Flor- did. A number of Florida State fans, probably. Um, let's talk about what they have this year because... It's kind of a serious schedule. Uh, they they do have a serious schedule. I don't see much on there that they can lose. There's really not a lot on there that they can lose. They have a cracker of an opening game. They do have pun, I, it, pun intended. Wow. Oh man! Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. Good. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. At, uh, Ole Miss at Disney. Don't uh, get no cracker. At, well, yeah, even better. It's not formally at Disney. It's at Camping World Stadium. Camping it's, World it's Stadium. For, we're going to Orlando, but we're not staying at a Disney resort. We're getting cooler. <laughs> Don't and worry. And your big green egg, because we're going to watch the Knowles and the Rebels. 
Don't worry, this Red Roof Inn has a four uh, four hole mini golf course. It's just as good as staying at a Disney resort. Is, is this the Dirks Bentley Bowl? <laughs> just as good. Uh yeah. That's that's gonna be an interesting game early for them, especially because the one part of the Florida one of the, one of the parts I should say of Florida State that is looking at a lot of turnover is the secondary. Uh, they have Derwin James, who was great last year, but they have a number of guys who have to step up. And Old Miss has the rarest of SEC jewels, a quarterback who might actually be good and has proven it in game context. Oh, yeah. And he has to face a young secondary. So this is what I think we mm-hmm. get in this first game, which is why I think this is one of the best games to watch in week one. Not just because it contains two fairly large brands that even a fairly dumb college football fan could say, well, every game probably matters. No, no, no. You get Chad no. Kelly throwing four picks and throwing for four TDs. Because <laughs> you got Derwin James back there. That's good. Yeah. And you have a bunch of kids who are learning their assignments. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be a lot of fun at week one. A lot. They also, uh, super thin linebacker <laughs> might be kind of an issue, especially yeah. working against a spread offense like old misses or, I don't know, later down the schedule, someone like uh, Clemson. A Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... It, it's it's an interesting first half of the schedule because besides Ole Miss, they also have to play at Louisville, which may be another example of face a mobile quarterback mm-hmm. if you have your linebackers. I mean, the defensive line should be very good for Florida State, but um, if the defense hasn't really coagulated by then, that could be a little tricky. Yeah, can, have, I, can I give you another little warning on that Saturday game yeah, against yeah, yeah. Louisville? Yeah. Noon. Yeah. It's noon. It is at noon. It is at noon, but then again, you're playing Boston College on a Friday night in November. It is, it is on Friday at Boston College, which means Boston College – that is this. FSU wins by four. Yeah. This is, of course, the, the annual ACC thing where they stick FSU with every ungodly kickoff time they possibly can mm-hmm. for some weird reason. I don't know, mar- market saturation or so. I don't know. And then – FSU fans are, are uh, kind of justifiably unhappy with it, I guess. But, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a legit that's a legit grape. It well, it's been going on for years. Is the thing is is FSU fans look at the schedule and what what the fuck thirteen o'clock? That's not even a time. Hey, ACC didn't make you play at USF though. That was a choice mm, you made. No, that's a choice. Yeah, that's a choice that you made. <laughs> that's a choice you made. Um, so big game, big games here. Uh, they get Florida at home. They get Florida the at home. They get Clemson at home. Uh, yeah, it's. I will say this: if they get through the Miami game and they're six and zero, this will be a very. This could be a very, very good Florida State team. Yeah, they pitched downhill for the second half of the I season. I mean, I mean, they, they'll Clemson will be the obvious hurdle uh, Halloween weekend after the first half of the season, but there are enough tests, including I mean, including North Carolina, which was no slouch last year. That if they if they run that early table. It is very hard to argue that they don't have an excellent chance at getting a playoff spot. Yeah, Can you they ju- do you- that early with a lot of retooling on the defense? I don't know. Yeah, McGuire has to be consistent. Also that. That's it. Or the, the, the even younger quarterback who has more talent, DeAndre Francois, I believe mm-hmm. is how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Magnificent. Who, uh, who, who, who it sounds like has a chance to just straight up steal the job. And if you can raise your ceiling at quarterback with all that talent, yeah, I mean it. It uh, to me, like a nine and three is like the absolute floor for FSU yeah. here. Yeah, nine and three, nine and three is a disappointment. Through. Yeah, nine and yeah, three, nine, nine nine three, three would, be, would be a little bit low. Yeah, yeah. I this this looks like it feels to me that with some consistent quarterback play, that this is ten and two. And if I'm picking the two, you're looking at what Clemson and. Clemson and Ole Miss. Ole, Ole, yeah. Ole Miss is the one that I think they could lose, not because Ole Miss is necessarily the better team, but because they're a little more together and established where it counts. Also, Ole Miss, as a football team, has had to endure months of just, I mean, a mix of real, actual NCAA issues and bullshit. And I'm betting they will come out just wanting to take it out on somebody. Now, However, might I remind you that due to the NCAA and uh, Hugh Freeze's response to it, he will have to coach this game while like washing the feet of the head of deacons or something like that. Like true. one of these things they tell you to do to demonstrate your humility. And he is a dexterous man who is capable of multitasking, but that is a distraction for any for any any head coach in any in any environment. 
proposed the NCAA, rather than laying punishments like this, does the cutthroat kitchen thing where they give Jimbo Fisher several dollars to spend on putting a handicap on Hugh oh. Freeze's coaching. Like, he has to coach with a traffic cone on his yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or on a beam. Or oven, or oven mitts on his hands or Yeah, you can only like call that. plays with an old-school megaphone, right, that says mm-hmm. varsity on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Kiffin has to call the defense in a wrestling singlet the whole time. Lucha mask. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is much better than NCAA punishments. <laughs> it makes just as much sense when you look at it. I would go ahead and I would assume an early loss due to just breaking in a new secondary and getting some consistent quarterback play. Maybe they do have a quarterback. Right. Maybe McGuire holds on to it and they have to switch guys like early in the season. But this feels like as talented as they are, like 10-2, I'll be conservative and say that 10-2 and two with the obligatory like Clemson and Ole Miss losses – that's me being real skeptical. There's no reason this couldn't be a playoff team. Yeah, I'm going to say 11 and 1. 11 and 1? I think 11 and 1. And whether or not they are a playoff team probably probably hinges on if the one's to Ole Miss, because then that's early, it's out of conference, you're fine. If it's the Clemson, then you need Clemson to lose somewhere else because realistically, it's hard enough to get two teams in from the same conference, we think. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be very hard to get two teams in from the same. Also team. waiting waiting on the gifted, the gifted but tender hamstring of one Dalvin Cook, yeah. who, as dynamic and brilliant as he is, yeah. appears to be the kind of running back who is like so keyed up right. that he just occasionally pulls a hamstring. Whatever, it doesn't stop him. He's too fast for his own body yeah. is what I'm saying. He's, he's PCP in running back form. Uh, so, yeah, I'll say 11-1. All right. I can be sold on 11-1. I see a high variance here. I mean, I could see a 12-0. and 0. I could see a 9-3. and 3. Um, I think calling them straight up and down, I think I have 11-1. and 1. I wouldn't even go so far to prepare for this podcast by looking at my own, my own, uh, my own predictions. But uh, I'm probably leaning more like 10-2, and 2, but still, that's a, that's a good season. Okay. Uh, boy. How far downhill do you want to go? Good. Um, let's, let's go all the way. Let's go all, all the way. way. So Indiana or Vandy? Vandy. Let's do. All right. Van, Vandy's a weird place to go, but let's go to Vandy. Okay, let's go to Vandy just to bring you up to speed mm-hmm. on how not up to speed Vanderbilt is as a football program right now. Okay, experiences of resurgence under James Franklin. That's cool. Sure. James Franklin does that thing where. Uh, surprise, he's not going to coach a pandy for the rest right, of his life right. and takes the Penn State job. Do you think he wanted the Eagles job? Oh, man. <laughs> I think James Franklin wants most jobs. Yeah, okay. Right, most jobs that are definitely up. England England national team? In. In? In for a penny for a pound. Cool. Um, here's the confusing thing about Vanderbilt. If you just look last year at the defensive numbers – whether you look at the regular yards per play, tackles for loss, points per game allowed, the sort of, you know, uh, my first stats version, or if you go over to Football Outsiders and look at the advanced metrics, in which case they're even better, they're, they're kind of like LSU. Yeah. Like in so many metrics, it was they were basically in the same position as LSU. The, like I said, the advanced metrics like them better. Um, the difference is... They have the advantage of uh, having a terrible run game and a terrible passing game, and they turn the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so every time LSU fans think that they have this world-crushing defense and this disappointing, hiccuping, sputtering offense that can't do anything, they're wrong, and they need to understand that 2015 Vanderbilt is what that actually looks like. Yeah. So... Good job not firing less miles, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and if you look at them last year, this is just a team that could not produce anything no. offensively. Just, a, I mean, a good defensive team. But when you're a good defensive team, you lose a lot of games by wider margins than you think because mm-hmm. you can't get out of your own end at well, all. Right, and it it does not account for all of the times that – somebody scores points off turnovers or points mm-hmm. off special teams or I mean the defense gets saddled with those in the uh in the dumb people version of statistics but yeah it, it I the, now so we come to the tricky part which is that Vandy mostly returns both sides of the ball which is good is because that that's good? consistent is that good and it's bad because well <laughs> you won 3 games last year yeah 
Yeah. Jason Returning Kidd. production is always good. Jason. I mean, it, it's like if you're losing players, you're replacing them with guys who were not better than the guys who were there. Yeah. I mean, you're going to improve at least a little bit if you're if you're maintaining if you're maintaining production. Um, and the the defense produced a lot. And, you know, if the offense can get a little bit better, maybe you can sneak toward a ball. I know that at SEC media days, like, there was a weird moment where there was, like, a buzz of Vandy hype. After right. Derek Mason spoke, there was, like, uh, everyone Everyone was really impressed with him. Um, and everyone sort of looked up and realized, like, huh, I think I feel good about Vanderbilt. It's like this uncomfortable moment. What but do I do now? <laughs> I guess it was like being at a concert that the you know the band is terrible, but mm-hmm. like somehow they nail their you know their 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 final song or whatever, and yeah, uh, they got it together. Yeah, look what they pulled off yeah. there. By the way, just I, for, I for the record, they all knew they were playing the same song. For the record, that didn't happen last year. They lost fifty three twenty eight in their final game. Well, to but they scored twenty eight points. That's also yeah. they lost by two points to Florida. Are we going to really – yeah, we're going to count any – If that, that was Florida with post-Will Greer suspension. Nine, seven. Also, they mustered all of 12 points against Western Kentucky, which was basically a basketball team. They a beat, sieve. They beat, uh, they beat Missouri 10-3. to three. Like, there were so many throwback scores on here. I mean, if you put here. three points on Missouri, that's pretty good. I mean – yeah, the listen. Missouri game only lasts about nine minutes. <laughs> it's 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 the it's the in and out yeah. game for the SEC. This is yeah. No, there's no. They dumped no. seventeen on Mitsu. What more do you want? The That's settings true. the settings on a microwave are like baked potato and and <laughs> Missouri, Mizzou game Missouri offense. <laughs> Done, done, done in two minutes. Wow. Oh, damn it. UConn, you went for burnt popcorn? <laughs> you assholes. Uh, this year, the schedule is fine. I don't know. I mean, they have, they, have, they have what I think are some good early tests in that if they can't beat South Carolina at home to open the season, Ooh, that's... and if they can't beat uh, Middle Tennessee the week after that, also at home, if if, if you start oh, if you start zero two, <laughs> Derek Mason's fired. This team is garbage. They have no hope. I I mean, this is the thing where you go. If after their first four games they're two and two, all right, first four. If, they, okay. if you go if you go two and two, and I'm giving you if they, if they let, let's say they lose they to beat, South Carolina and Georgia Tech. I think are okay. you? Okay. I'm not putting Georgia Tech in any definite win loss situation for any yeah, game sure. they play this year. Sure, they they are the ultimate Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Yeah, but if they merely by predicting their win loss record, we have changed it in some way. But like South Carolina on opening night, I've seen that. I saw. Oh that under- yeah, I mean that's that's what kept UNC out of the national out of the playoff conversation last year uh-huh even though that was the only game they lost until the acc championship yeah uh well, it's first what seven games south carolina at georgia tech at wku florida at kentucky and at georgia yeah uh are you comfortable predicting anything for any of those games yeah yeah i, I think i that, guess you lose at georgia i think well, they, i think they that's can, georgia i think they can straight up beat kentucky okay so that's one thing we're sure about mm-hmm. i think they beat tennessee state on october 22nd i will extend it another <laughs> we packed on tennessee state okay, okay. and then just to, just to find some footing in this world by the way they play at western kentucky and that seems to be like a chance to just get shot up yeah that's a bad idea that's a bad idea uh so i think i think they i think they lose to w and that's after the georgia tech game that's after the yeah you go from the option to oh god not my face which is <laughs> which the georgia tech game is at 11 30 in the morning oh, oh no that's central oh, time. it's Never still mind. man it's still the 12 30 game against the yeah. triple option your yeah. breakfast that's is still not, in your stomach that's oh. not ideal that's bad um uh then they play at missouri i mean this feels to me this feels like um i think it'd be a real good year if they won five okay it matter which five they are, or is it oh, just taking five? Uh, it's good. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I don't. I think five. They'll just take any five in any order. Yeah, if you pull up with any five from this, things are improving, right? What did they do last year? What were they last that's, year? That's that's they went four and eight last year. So yes, there you that go. Is, that there is technically an improvement. Um, also, is, you're probably not losing to multiple mid majors this year, which mm-hmm. you pulled off last year. 
Yeah. There's that. There's that. Although they play good mid-majors. Yeah, they do. They do. They pull, like, probably the best mid-major schedule in the SEC. Like, they only really lay up with Tennessee State. Otherwise... You got mid, you got Middle Tennessee, and you have Western Kentucky. Which uh, you're going to mention Georgia Tech in there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and the Sun Belt's finest, Georgia Tech. <laughs> Don't email me. I know they're in the ACC. Yeah, seriously. I, just, I, I here's Vanderbilt is the quintessential. You will know if you should care about them by the time October rolls around. Yeah. Right. If even yeah. if they even if they do, even if they only go two and two, if they hang with Georgia Tech and they hang with whoever they lose to, if they hang with those teams, since all four of those opening games are respectable for a team of Vanderbilt's caliber, if they hang with them and the defense still looks good, then you say, yeah, the Florida game is going to be interesting. Georgia game might be interesting. Hell, even the Auburn game yeah. might be interesting. The only the I will say. The end of the schedule with Old Miss and Tennessee, both at home, I don't feel good about those. Mm. I do feel pretty confident that they're not going to. If they don't have six wins by November 19th when Old Miss comes to Vanderbilt, I don't think they're going to get there. So you're not picturing an 11-0 and Tennessee going out to Vandy and then everything falling apart. I mean, I, I'm picturing it, but that's not the same thing as no, predicting no. it. Maybe you're trying to think it into existence. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to... I would never take that off the table. That, that's on my vision board, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, vision board, but it's not in the agenda. Yeah, I would actually be perfectly happy if, if Vanderbilt just sort of... There is a way they can go through this schedule just, just sort of crushing hopes and dreams without doing anything else. Yeah, and we should mention this. Historically, for, for you youngins, you remember a Vanderbilt that once won nine games. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh man, that's rare. That's not what the, that's you treasure that memory because that's it's not coming back. No, but no, it, not for a while. It's not supposed to happen, and it never will happen again. Well, just hang on till 2022 when Vanderbilt begins its home and home with Wake Forest. The, uh, the true sign that mankind's reign on this earth has come to an end. Oh, I think at that point we have officially played enough football games. <laughs> That's it. We play all permutations have been have been explored. We're done. I think we've exhausted the supply here. Pa- okay, this is too far. This is too far. Pack it up. Time for murder ball. It's season twenty three of Full House. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's it. Let's let's do one of those future. Let's do one of those future games where we run away from sentient race cars trying to kill us. Yeah, the, the this is so absolutely rare for them to ever be good. So the, the pragmatist in me says that. We give Vandy like five wins, and whoo, that's a big day. I guess, uh, sure. I don't feel great about it, but I'll I'll go five and seven. That's fine. Yeah, five is fine. They can do five. I mean, man, listen. If you were if you were in Hoover, Alabama, listening to dudes in polo shirts just be bowled over by Vandy, you'd have to talk yourself down to five. Okay. Yeah, that to me says five wins. Because <laughs> let's let's review <laughs> the SEC. Let's review the SEC media core's record on correctly on predicting everything all the time. On everything all the time, especially in terms of to other conferences. But y'all picked Auburn to win this thing last year, so ain't nobody listening to you. Um, let's stay in the SEC. Indiana. Woohoo! Yes, that's noted in SEC East champs. champs. Yeah, Indiana with Indiana was a fantastic team for about. Three quarters like of every game? Three quarters of every game? A little more than that. A dynamic I like, team. I think like 11 twelfths of every game. They collapsed. They they collapsed and either blew a lead or like blew a chance to take a lead late in the game against Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, and Duke in the bowl game. And on top of that, they blew a 25-point second-half lead against Rutgers. Like It didn't matter how good you were. It didn't matter if you were Rutgers. Indiana was going to keep you in the game and then give it to you. At the, they were like a really skilled um, partner at a poker table who's intentionally losing hands to you. Yeah. They were also like the guy playing poker who just decided to start doing shit. <laughs> right? Like, oh, I'm all in with, you know. I haven't even looked at the cards. Yeah. Look, ooh, 2-9. Well, I'm in. One, one, so how, like, one how to order more cards card. <laughs> Is Indiana like a pool shark who doesn't know how many balls there are on correct, the table? Correct. Yeah, exactly. The color and, of Hoosiers. Yeah, a really fun team. Like, I don't think this is... That was the... I mean, when I complained about having to research Indiana, because one of our listeners said this this podcast lacked 
sufficient football knowledge. Mm-hmm. Which is so which is true whether we do research or not. As if, as if we haven't set the expectations for this <laughs> podcast for years I just, now. Doing research work would change that in any way. So yeah. I complained that I had to research Vanderbilt in Indiana now out of a sense of guilt. And the number one response I got to that was, yeah, but Indiana is fun. And that's mm-hmm. kind of true, but yeah. is that... That, that that seems to – won't this get old at some point? Mm, not for an outsider. Like it's fun to watch – it's fun to watch Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. But if you went to Wiley Coyote University, at some point you're like, can you just catch the fucking Roadrunner? For, can you just not run into a cave that you painted on a rock? Right. If you're if you're rooting for the coyote, at some point you're saying, "Just stop chasing it. Just right. stop chasing it." Right. But like yeah, I could understand if Indiana fans, if this was if this was not fun for them, but I'm not an Indiana fan, That's so uh, I hope they continue this forever. The noon Big Ten slot is always desolate and dreary and dismal and just a thing to endure until the Indiana fourth quarter comes along. It's all we have going for us yeah. in that time slot. So it's, it's- if, if if they were to cancel that, I would be dismayed. It is the person who shows up at the party already, three sheets to the wind, shirtless, <laughs> ready to rock. That's you Indiana. Know, this is Easter brunch. Yeah, this is you a little. Do this. This would be embarrassing. It's but, a good story, but but I felt dead inside until you got here, <laughs> and now suddenly I'm so alive. I'm going to sit you next to my aunt. Exa- examples of this, by the way, like they were the ones who lost the pinstripe bowl. Yep. On a layup field goal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, forty-four on a field goal, which um, <laughs> appeared in one camera angle to sort of maybe go over part of the bar, kind of, mm-hmm. um, leading to you know conspiracy theories and some real basketball fan behavior, like oh look at the photo evidence. No, yeah. no, no, we don't do that around here. You just call it how you feel it. Find me the people who have the energy and drive to rig the pinstripe ball and I will find you the world's saddest mobsters. It's probably George Steinbrenner. Is he still alive? Yeah. Are they like are they like outsourced mobsters? Like uh-huh. the one, yeah, like man, we don't have time to do this one. We need some contractors. <laughs> okay, I guess I get college credit for this, right? Why don't you call Wharton? <laughs> I'm sure they've got some people who want, you know, like some intern experience in minor graft. Oh, I'd rather be running a housing fraud scheme, but fine. Yeah, I'll rig fine, the, sure. maybe, I'll rig the pinstripe uh, bowl. Maybe it's like a competing hat company. Like it was somebody somebody at Lids or something. Sure. It was Lids. <laughs> <laughs> no, damn you, John Lids. <laughs> the, the new era brand. Yeah, it was Marcus Lids. Marcus Lids. It, was not, it wasn't even John. It was Marcus's brother. <laughs> John would never stick to that. Um. Indiana has to replace Nate Sudfeld, their quarterback, who was very good and very injured, which is kind of the prerequisite to be an Indiana quarterback in this day and age. Uh, Stepping into that role potentially is just a wonderful – it's not a Bond villain name. It's more like unlicensed Bond-esque video game villain Mm. name. Xander – Diamant. Now he's he's still around, is what you're saying. Yeah, and he's handsome. He's, as a, hell. he's a fifth. He's a fifth year senior at this point. Um, he, he officially son of, son of a soap opera star. Yeah, and has done modeling work. And I remember after they beat Purdue a few years ago, that he was the one with the photo of him smoking yes. the cigar mm-hmm. and holding the trophy bucket. Yeah, yep. People are so weird. Trophy buckets. Listen, who does that? Holden, Wal- Walr- um, walruses get trophy buckets when they do good. Which is, uh, which is what's more Big Ten than and a walrus eating raw fish? A, a walrus eating raw fish. <laughs> That's Hello. true. That's true. Yeah, Xander Diamond. By the he way, if you go to his Instagram account, it's nothing but pictures of him looking brooding. handsome uh, and, and brooding. That's it. And shirtless, handsome, brooding, shirtless, handsome, brooding, shirtless, and posing with his soap star father. So, yeah, it, it's he's everything. He really should be the starter. Based strictly on my expectations for yeah. a guy named Xander Diamond. <laughs> he defines Middle America, and based on my recent tour of the state of Indiana, basically everyone there fits all those descriptions. Sure, shirtless and beautiful. Shirtless, mm-hmm. beautiful, tan named Xander. Oh, holy butt! Mm-hmm. Oh, holy butt's dad, shirtless and beautiful. Jacob himself, yeah. Um, nothing but Arby's. You develop that physique. <laughs> It's the Arby's cut. <laughs> it's protein. That's why Arby's should sell the eight pack. The Arby's <laughs> eight pack because if you eat it, so, it's eight, Bob Evans breakfast, it's, it's Culver's eight. lunch, steak and shake dinner. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's the tri- that's the triple crown. Post, post dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how you get these delts. Um, I I am very confused that a soap opera star decided to give his son the most soap opera name possible, Xander, with a Z, mind you. With a Z. Uh, can I ask you this? Yeah. Uh, has Indiana, consistently one of the worst teams in the nation on yeah. defense, uh, do they have a new defensive coordinator Abs- this year? Absolutely. His name's Tom Allen, and I think he is now bringing in a four-two-five defense, which... <laughs> Tim Allen's brother? <laughs> it's actually... It's Tim Allen, but for tax reasons, he's using a false identity. Yeah. Which... <laughs> Which one of us was going to make that noise first? <laughs> who's over? The, and can I remind you who's over the fence in home improvement? Oh my God, Wilson, Wilson, mm-hmm. Kevin Wilson, it's Kevin, yeah, Kevin Wilson. It's all coming together. Someone, someone, go ahead and Photoshop this. And please. and Al, Al Borland might be the most Al, Indi- Al Borges? Indiana football fan looking person in television history. Man, it goes Al, and then it goes Peter from the Cosby Show. So. Who yeah. is Al Borland as a child? Look it up. These are all in the same universe. Al Borland. In that universe, Indiana football. <laughs> and that also explains why Tim and Al don't get along, because Tim's a Michigan State fan. That's and true. Al, improvement extended universe. Yeah. That, huh? I, I, let's look at Indiana just in terms of... Uh, you said, the, of, you said this so hesitantly. I did. <laughs> Let's I'm, look I'm really, at Indiana. Indiana? Well, I mean, if they're putting in a four-two-five, by the way, this is my favorite move because if you put in a four-two-five, actual football knowledge here, uh-huh. four-two-five is called with different assignments that are independent of each other. So you don't, if you're playing it, <laughs> this is how you know you're like, we really need to go back to basics. <laughs> it's not that the four-two-five right. is complex for the player; it's complex to the coach because yeah. he has to know all the signals. But people in the four-two-five, at least, is the the one that Gary Patterson's run for years at TCU. Everybody gets there assignments by unit right right they don't worry about what anybody else is doing uh-huh. so if you're a team that's really super struggling on defense it's a good idea to get this because it's like okay 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 <laughs> here's what you're doing and just worry Listen, about this i don't need you to make thanksgiving dinner i just need you to make the rolls bring the potatoes just the rolls all you do on this play is bring the potatoes <laughs> bring the rolls you know and i'm not sure whether i'm not sure whether alan's bringing that exact four mm-hmm. two five right but that's generally the way it's been taught that's the way patterson teaches it it's one of the reasons the tcu has managed to be so consistent on defense over the years. Um, up until Look at us have in-depth conversation about Indiana football. Look at that. Fuck so you, anyone who says this isn't the most intellectual college football. No, this is garbage. Why are you listening to <laughs> it? But yeah, so they might be a little better on defense in theory. Um, they've never done defense under Wilson. Though. No. So hopefully this is the same to close a cigar of a team just waiting to go off at any point. Yeah. Oh man, Tom Allen on his Indiana bio page. He's wearing like uh, transition shades. It looks like uh-huh. and he's got a he's got a pretty stout chest on him. Yeah, this is a defensive coordinator. I'm feeling pretty good. He comes from USF, so um, he knows a coach who knows a Harbaugh. Mm. So yeah, that is how good the, hire. that good is hire. how the disease is communicated. So <laughs> um, the good news is Indiana. Boy, you you should get off to a very nice little start here. You open with a, a weird road game against FIU. Sure. And then you get Ball State and Wake Forest. So 3 and 0 seems entirely possible out of the gate. And I hope you go 3 and 0 Indiana because then it gets But, very, then. Then, but it gets, then. Then it gets potentially very 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 Cuz then you got bad. you got a you got the the old triplicate here. Yeah. Uh murder in triplicate. You got Michigan State, Ohio State, uh, and Nebraska which I I don't you know, know. Hard to say at this point, but yeah. this, it's still they're Nebraska, yeah. Indiana. So, and yeah. then you got to go about Nebraska, tougher than Ball State. You think? Remains to be seen. Mm. TBD. Um, and then and then you get a little bit of a break. Potentially, you have the Maryland Rutgers back to back, which I'll think of a terrifying sandwich name for that later. I don't want to do it now. And you lost to at least one of those teams at home last year. Yeah. So. Uh, don't the greasy crab. Sure. Sure. You know what? That's fine. It's it's a live crab stuffed with French fries pleading for death. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's called a crab eating French fries. <laughs> um, a yeah, crab with a terrible diet. I don't know what to tell you. It's a, it's a it's a it's a very winnable non uh, out of conference schedule. It is a reasonably difficult in conference schedule. You're Indiana, and therefore all things are possible with the proviso that those things are bad. Six and six. Like six and six. All deaths are possible with Indiana. Yep. 
Yep. All yeah. money is legal. Six and six. Great. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six and six. Great. I have no reason to. I have no strong reason to argue against. Because yeah, because remember when you're chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> six and six. Uh, let's talk about. Texas, Indiana. That would be Texas Tech. Hey! You just want to talk about teams that are shit on defense, are great on offense, and whether or not they close is an incredible wild card. And uh, yeah, teams that have this is we can say the literally the same things like Indiana. Yes, yeah, no, Indiana, Indiana. I said this on Twitter a week ago. Indiana is Texas Tech with a puffy coat. <laughs> that's all they are. That's all they are. You're the same team, and I'm sorry about that. You have you have a handsome coach, and that's nice. You don't have Jakeem Grant or DeAndre believe, Washington. I can't believe you're putting Kevin Wilson down like that. Like, I'm sorry. That's just. I'm sorry. It's not cool. Uh, the difference is, I guess Texas Tech has Patrick Mahomes. Indiana does. I mean, Indiana has Xander, but they don't have Patrick Mahomes. And this is a Cliff Kingsbury specialty. This is what yeah. they do. Uh, Patrick Mahomes fond of throwing the ball from. If he were a pitcher, he would be that guy. They're like, well, he's got a couple of different <laughs> deliveries. He's got get, some angle. He'll get, mix you up. He'll mix you up. He'll yeah. get out on the mound and look like his arm's going to snap off mm-hmm. because he throws the ball a lot of weird ways. And uh, Kingsbury's not real keen on on stopping him uh, because a lot of it works. Yep. But Mahomes is the kind of dude who um, he's going to be real fun to watch for you. He will. Uh, he doesn't play defense. More specifically, he doesn't play linebacker or. Uh, defensive line, which is bad because last year, Texas Tech gave up 300 rushing yards in a game seven times. Seven times. This was the uh, LSU rushing line in the bowl game against Texas Tech. 40 carries, which is not a crazy amount. No, no. 384 yards, mm-hmm. which is approaching 10 yards you, you held them under. You held them under 10. And seven touchdowns. What that means is that one out of every six times, less than that, yep. Tex- the LSU ran the ball, they scored a touchdown. That is an excellent – That you're, you're literally talking about shooting somebody. That's Russian roulette with a six-shooter. Yeah. And you – it was your head, Texas Tech. Congratulations. Mind you, somehow, I will counter that, somehow still managed to go seven and six. Yeah, that happened. You beat Arkansas. Beat Arkansas. The SEC West, big bad, but you beat you beat unfinished Arkansas. Arkansas, (laughs) the the thing about Arkansas is, you know, it says it only needs to cook for an off season, but you really want to leave it in the oven for another month or so. You got to verify an internal temperature Mm -hmm. of a hundred and no, it's got to be two hundred. Them big boys, one hundred and birdie degrees. (laughs) A solid one hundred birdie degrees in the middle before you get prime November. Yeah, this. This is the big when people say like, and Bill C mentioned this in his preview that this was the Big Twelve stereotype on a fight. But yeah, it is. But yeah, they, that stereotype exists for a reason because, uh, man, they, they don't stop anyone. But you really don't want to mess or, or get a snootful of anything they do offensively either because uh, they're just they're quick. They're everything that uh, you remember from uh, Kingsbury's like Manzel led A and M offenses, right? Just yeah. hell for leather down the field as fast as they can possibly go and they need that because just went the other way on defense yeah um as far as the schedule this year you know nothing nothing stands out as terrible they play at arizona state arizona state very much a team that i think we don't know a lot about right now um they have a mostly manageable road schedule against they go to kansas state to tcu to Oklahoma State and to Iowa State, um, yeah, I, I don't know what. It, literally, we're. I mean, fuck it. I said that they're Indiana, so I'll just say they're six and six. Hmm, Jason, I'm, I'm going to ask you to pick while I hedge here. I mean, sure. I mean, like they're going. Their quarterback's going to throw for 5,500 Big Twelve yards, which at the current what's, exchange yeah, rate is like that's like 3,200 actual yards, but. Okay, it'll be a lot of stats. I don't know. I don't. It's Texas Tech, six and six. There, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to me, it's Texas Tech. It's the same thing every year. They have no defense. They throw for forty-five billion yards, and we're told that the next year is the year those forty-five billion yards are going to matter. They never will. Yeah, I'm sorry. Though um, I, I will, say, I think the early part of the schedule, the, it looks sure. okay. Yeah, like, I mean, you can you can jump out to five and zero. Oh. 
You want to know when Todd Graham's in trouble? He's in trouble if Texas Tech rolls into Sun Devil Stadium and just lights lights them and on fire. sets them ablaze. Sure. Um, the flip side is, at what point is Cliff Kingsbury in trouble? Six and six, fine. Is six and six the seat gets hotter? Six and six is trouble for him because he's still signed yeah. to a pretty lucrative contract that yeah. they rushed into right after the first date. Well. You Notre Dame it, Texas Tech. Yeah, you. This I don't is know how. Not quite the Weiss deal, but, but yeah, you, you. Cliff will be fine either way. Cliff will be fine either on way. a personal and financial but, level. But the problem with having a nice, uh, nice, juicy start of the season is there is a. I'm going to say there's a good month, almost month and a half, where they could lose every game. They could easily go on a six-game losing streak here, starting with that Kansas State game on the road, ending with the Oklahoma State game on the road. I don't see. The, all right, I don't see them starting with the Kansas State game because I just okay. No, we'll discuss I, this in we'll a moment because we we'll have Kansas there. State on the we'll docket. But Kansas State, uh, I think they are firmly in decline. That's true. I mean, you, you having no defense ma- doesn't matter when they have no offense. Yeah, they have no offensive ability to pass the ball. That might be kind of a problem against somebody like Texas Tech. Who, yeah. K State's going to try to slow you down. Okay, you're not slowing down. Six Pat and six. I'm tired of this. Okay. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There I'm gonna. Go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm a dissenting vote. I'll assent to six and six. Sure, because we got to vote. We got to get on with this. Yeah. I think I'm gonna boldly say that this is an eight and four team. What? Oh, you're stupid. Eight um, and four. I I I feel confident that you will not have that prediction for our last team on this week's episode. Mm. The Kansas State family band. Yeah. Woo. Uh, let's play. Can we play a quick game before we get into this? I'd like to. Okay. Uh, this is going. This game is very simple. It's called, is Bill Snyder older or younger than this person? I have four people. I'm going to just say their name. And Jason and Spencer, you each guess whether Bill Snyder is older or younger than that person. Are okay. you ready? Okay. Uh, person one, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, famed older. Indiana coach. Older. Jason is older? Older. Bill Snyder is older than Bobby Knight. Ding! By a year. <clears throat> Ted Turner. Media magnate. I'm going to say that he is younger than Ted Turner. Jason? Mm. I'll say older. Spencer gets it. He's younger than Ted <sighs> Turner. Okay. Uh, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Rogers is old as hell. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't look it, thanks to the wonders of medicine. <laughs> just stood in front of one of those chicken ovens for a while. <laughs> baked his skin into a permanent russet red. What if you redid Face Off with Kenny Rogers and a rotisserie chicken? Mm. There's, <laughs> a handsome, there's a handsome rotisserie chicken out there somewhere. <laughs> and Kenny Rogers just looks like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> uh, Kenny Rogers... Older or younger? I will say that Kenny Rogers is... Let's see. He had a band. Mm-hmm. The band, he's probably around 30 when that band broke. Right. Right. And Ron Prince was in that band. Yeah, Ron Prince was in that <laughs> band. That was what condition my condition was in. He was the guy who was in that band. So that's like 67. I'll say he's 37. So we are neck and neck here. This, yeah. is, this is margins on I'll, margins. I'll, I'll, I'll say Snyder's older. I will say that Snyder's younger than Kenny Rogers. Oh, Spencer again. Bill Snyder Damn. is slightly younger than Kenny Rogers in the last one. Jimmy Kahn, beloved Kahn. actor, ah. is Bill Snyder older or younger than James Kahn? Older. I'm, I'm going to go older. I'm going to go younger because, yeah, younger. Okay, this is Spencer's first miss. Bill Snyder is older than James Finally. Kahn. Yeah. I was three and one. Yeah. That's probably wow. better than Kansas State will go. Uh, mm. but, all right, so let's be fair. Kansas State last year horrifically injured all year long. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason Joe Hubner ended up being the quarterback. I think they get like two starting caliber quarterbacks back this year. The problem was that they also were very bad. There yeah. was, there was at no point where th- they were not that injured team that sort of figures out how to correct for those problems, finds depth somewhere. They didn't know that they had it. And turns it around. They were just kind of crappy all year. 
Yeah, bad all year. Bad uh, in terms of the defense because not only did they give up yards, they they managed to let you in the end zone with ease. They did not pass the ball. And I mean, not at all. All not worth a lick. Not worth. They were 107th, I believe, overall in yeah. total, uh, in total passing. Yeah, it was a little. Uh, watching Kansas State game was a little like watching somebody play um, Super Mario Two, where technically you can throw things, but you know distance and accuracy and things like that. It just was. It was a lot like watching somebody heave a giant turnip at a dinosaur. Yeah, and the dinosaurs a really good metaphor here because without playmakers like somebody like Tyler Lockett yeah. from the 2014 team, this team ran out of any ability to stretch the field whatsoever. It it got bad. Got bad. So, looking at all their advanced stats, I don't really see a single thing they were all that good at. Right. Um. Other than here, let's see. Here, let me let me let me list all these things they were top. 10 at okay um I'll, and this is like out of tons and tons of stats uh, power success rate on defense okay. so on like fourth and two, two yeah they'll stop you sure mm-hmm. um that that happens like once a month um let's see this is on 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 football study halls stats page special team uh, special see. team pa- they were passing, pr- they were pretty good downs, on special teams passing down sack rate Okay. So if, they, if, they, if they're able to get you to third and long with their <laughs> mediocre defense, they'll do something. Right. Uh, oh, percent of solo tackles forced by the offense. First in the country. So that means um, they spread you out pretty well, but then nothing happened. Um, they, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. They were, able, they were able to make a lot of your players tackle them very close to the line. They want you, they want you to shine. It. They want you to be on a pedestal. Yeah, Bill Snyder distributes solo tackles like they're like they're candies and like they're handwritten letters. Here, mm. here's a Werther's for everyone. Let um, me write this in purple ink for you. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, Kansas State might not win a road game all year. They start that with they road st- games. The road schedule is savage. The they road, start with Stanford. They start with Stanford. Uh, then they go to West Virginia. Then they go to Oklahoma. Then they go to Iowa State. Which, granted, hey, it's just Iowa State. Ask Texas about going to Iowa that. State. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that. It, Iowa State is the abandoned house that is full of uh, murderous ghosts. One, mm-hmm. one, but only once a year. Just you have to pick the the right day to avoid it. It's um, murder ghost night. Ghosts, Yay! One yeah. of those ghosts is Mark Mangino. Yeah, <laughs> it was who was scarier when he was alive? At least it's the State Puff Marshmallow offense. Um, and then they go on the road to Baylor and TCU. That sucks. And it sucks because uh, Bill Snyder, if he's seventy six, yeah, this probably just yeah. it's probably his last season, and this puts Kansas State back in the same situation. They got some good years out of him in the second tour; they really did. I mean, it's worth noting that all four of the people that I named in the older younger game, none of those people—Kenny Rogers, Bobby Knight, James Conn, Ted Turner—none of those guys are doing shit now. Yeah, they all did things past tense. Our man's still sitting here with a full time job. Uh huh, holding it down. James Con is just like yeah, whatever. Terrible NBC show uh, sponsor of the shutdown podcast. Ted Turner didn't even try <laughs> to bring the back home. Yeah, that's so, right. So like, there is something to be said for Bill Snyder achieving at this age what B- he has. Bill Snyder never did the Time Warner AOL merger. I mean, read Bill Snyder achieving. What did he? What did he achieve last year? I'm not not to not to speak ill of 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 you know the grandfather of this shit, but I mean, yeah, effort. It's, yeah, great, it's great effort. It's not good, and yeah. it's probably Bill Snyder's last season. Um, it probably won't be that great looking. They're recruiting. It's just the same as it ever was. That part stayed consistent, which is not that great. Relying yeah. a lot on JUCO transfers. Uh, their current quarterback, by the way, deeply K State. Joe Hubner is a big old white dude who's a trans who's oh, a walk yeah, on. He's, he's a vintage refrigerator come to life. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a character from the Brave Little Toaster that ends up drowning in a river. He is. He like walked right off the set of Smallville, <laughs> right into the hearts of every K State fan. Oh, he's like if they said, "Are you out of Colin Klein?" <laughs> Can you give us more of that? Whole milk, nature's aphrodisiac. Yeah, this one has no arm. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we'll just we'll, we'll just staple the ball to him. 
He's like a scarecrow. <laughs> it's rural. Perfect. That's endearing. Yeah. Um, so K-State, when I did my bowl projections a month or two ago, I didn't have K-State going to a bowl. And that was the most complained about thing besides all of my playoff picks. Like that was that was the fifth most complained about thing. Um, so KSU fans are expecting a bowl this year. I can definitely report that much. Uh, and and we are clearly not. Is that just based on the strength of they were hurt last year? They're by definition yeah. not this year, and they still managed. I mean, they did manage to go to a bowl last year, but the best team they beat was. I mean, it's is basically your choice between West Virginia and Louisiana Tech. I mean, there could be a bowl. I mean, FAU, Missouri State, uh, Iowa State, Kansas, Texas Tech at home. Uh, I'm, I'm calling this 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 is the five and seven. K State on the charity case. They are the five one of the five and seven. Teams. Oh, they're the five and seven. They're the five. They're they the go five to a bowl game, but you they get hard at school. Exactly, and for the Bills, not they'll be like, it's Bill's last it's game. Bill's last. He'll coach the yeah, bowl game. So I, I thought they were supposed to do that by APR. Shh, shh, no, 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 no. no, no. It's aged person respect. That's what that stands for. Respect. 